welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, good morning. How are you doing here? We're uh, in the second week of uh, November and we've been talking about uh, prayer. Mm-hmm. And uh, last time we had quite a discussion on uh, forgiveness. That was a great question you asked about um, do we have to go get it done first before we experience the kingdom? And the answer is no. Um, you know, maybe we can talk briefly about that, that, uh, you know, think about the disciples, mm-hmm. uh, which he keeps saying prayer is the life that the disciples and I experienced, you know, while I physically was here to demonstrate that. And we know <laughs> all the time. Um mm-hmm. The disciples, did they just automatically get everything all, all up front? And every, oh, goodness, every no. No. <laughs> um, In fact, sometimes you, you really wondered how they missed it. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> and, uh, and Jesus' would, uh, re- response was, um, ye of little what? Ye of little faith. Okay, ye of little faith, you still aren't receiving, believing, understanding, mm-hmm. all the stuff I've already shown you. Right. Um, including, you know, when the, uh, uh, the father brought their, his son, the disciples were out healing people, having a great time, mm-hmm. uh, supernatural stuff, and they're exercising God's authority. Right. Um, this father brings a, a son that, um, uh, you know, comes with uh, fits, and they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, because they had reached the, the limit of their faith. And so he brings them to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus' comment is, how long do I got to put up with you guys? <laughs> um, but in that, did he say, okay, that's it. Um, until no, he still walked him into un- it. until you get it all figured out and, mm-hmm. and do what I've asked you to do. And I've shown you over and over and over and over again, when you get that all figured out, you know, come on back. Mm-hmm. Is that what Jesus said? No, he just said, yeah, I understand. Um, I'd like you to understand something. It's a little bit dumbfounding to me that you still are in this now here's here's what's interesting about that he wasn't dumbfounded about the fact that they couldn't do it right because they had reached the limit of their faith and they hadn't experienced this before mm-hmm. what he was dumbfounded at was when you got there why didn't you come to me mhm because we could have processed that further, and you could have said, we were experiencing this, we came against this, it didn't seem to work, 
We don't understand it. Could you help me with that? That's what he mm-hmm. was talking about. Because ultimately, afterwards, by the way, when he actually performed the miracle, uh, the disciples says the disciples went to him privately. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, why couldn't we do it? And he explained it to them. Uh, so that what Jesus is saying in in our life is, as the disciples were, they had to grow, even including after the resurrection, they still mm-hmm. had to grow into learning what it meant to walk with me. Right. And all I cared about was that they stayed with me. Right. It's interesting as you talk about that, the image of a teacher comes to mind. And, you know, I think about, we, we shared just an episode or two ago talking about how sometimes we struggle um, with the attributes of, of God as father because of our earthly fathers. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes we struggle with the attributes of Jesus as teacher yeah. for the same reason. That yes. we have had, you know, teachers in our lives for imperfect people. And I was a teacher too, you know, but who, you know, aren't patient, aren't walking you through each step and do get flustered and frustrated when you just don't get it, or you don't feel safe coming to ask them a question. And so when we look at Jesus as teacher, we assign that to him as well. Yeah. And, and again, recognizing what is a perfect teacher looks like a perfect teacher, actually, when you're with them, will walk you into that and let you try and fail and explore and keep picking you up and showing you and resetting and, and really taking you into learning and mastering something, you yeah. know? Yeah. And when you were, uh, when you were a teacher, when your student, uh, what, what exactly did you teach and what grades were you teaching? I taught high school math. High school math. Okay. So, <laughs> um, okay, think of a high schooler, you're teaching math, what did you do when they just, I don't get this, or they failed a test, or you know, it wasn't working for them, what'd you do? A lot of times it was coming back and reteaching them something in a different way. Yeah. Because clearly I hadn't, I hadn't hit, you know, I mean, sometimes you do know that they just aren't trying. There's that, (laughs) you know, but, um, or aren't, you know, aren't applying themselves to what's being taught. But by and large, when you see that student who comes in, who genuinely has a heart to learn and has struggled, then I see, okay, I didn't teach them in a way that they can learn it. So I'm going to come out at a different direction and see if I can help them to get it from this direction now. Or maybe if I change it a little bit this way, then that'll help them get this concept. And so you begin to teach the way they learn. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know? and your requirement wasn't, um, well, you better figure this out and then you can you can get going. It's rather, it's kind of simple. You said, well, just stay in class. Yeah. Um, I'll work with you. And if you want the help, I'll work with you. And I'll, I'll even help if you, you want, get there. And if you want private time, mm-hmm. I'll work with you or help you get somebody that does. And the only requirement mm-hmm. while they're not getting it is just stay in class. Yeah. And uh, just don't give up. Stay there. <laughs> and, and so that's the heart of God is that, um, and this is why he's trying to move the church from law Mm-hmm. You should, you should, you should, and you better, and get it all figured out and straight. And when you do, you'll 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 have life. Rather, just come and stay with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the work of getting you to the point where you actually understand, see, and receive my will, truth, that then fulfills 
the covenant life that I want to give mm-hmm. you in the middle of a difficult place. Right. Um, and all I'm asking you to do is, and that's why this aspect of prayer is so critical, is because it's the privilege of and the opportunity to just stay with them. Mm-hmm. Even through my authentic struggle, even through I don't right. get this, even though it seems to me that, God, you didn't do this fast enough, or mm-hmm. um, I thought, or how come? And he said, that's okay. Stay with me, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll do it. And so um, as we finish this uh, aspect of the first element of Jesus' explanation of prayer, uh, go back to Luke 11, 1 to 4. Go ahead and read it, and then we'll, we're going to end in this little piece of it about this aspect of protection. So what does that look like? Great. Says, now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who's indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, we've gone through, uh, you know, they, may I live in the kingdom. Uh, let me pursue your will and receive your will. Uh, let me do it today and focus mm-hmm. on today. And don't, you know, don't try to get uh, ahead or, or let the past doc- dictate. Um, let me understand the life that I have available to you. Uh, through what you've done at the cross, and I can live in that relationship all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and an indicator of that is that um, I will uh, then have the heart to forgive others who hurt me and are hurting me on the same basis I've been forgiven, not reconciled, but forgiven. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have freedom. And then he says, um, don't lead me into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Now, um, we need to understand something because uh, we're kind of saying people think the prayer says, God, don't tempt me. Hmm. Um, No, uh, because we need to know a truth about that. So go to James chapter 1, and uh, first of all, just read uh, verses uh, 2 and 3, chapter 1, verse 2 and 3. Says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Okay, so um, he said that sometimes, and the word there, trial, would be trouble, difficulty, adversity. He said, I am bringing that, mm-hmm. but I'm bringing it to do what? Mm. To actually test your faith. Test your faith. And, yeah. Okay, so he said it's a test of faith. Now, if you're being tested by faith, we know something about faith. Mm-hmm. Um, even to be in the middle of a process of faith, he says faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of word. God. I have said something. Mm-hmm. You've asked me and I've spoken. And I made a statement. I made a promise. I gave you my answer. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what's going to happen. Now the next question is, okay, you heard me. Mm-hmm. My next question, God says to you, is do you believe it? 
Mm-hmm. I'm gonna and I'll test it. And you say I think so. You said okay, let's go find out. Uh, your your circumstance is gonna go what I call go south on you. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be like this ain't working. He said, well, wait a minute. If you believe me, does it matter? See, I'm gonna test that out. Mm. Not yeah, that's good. Not to say what's wrong with you, and not to say then that's it. It's rather, I need you to stay with me until I give you the faith, because I'm the finisher of faith, mm-hmm. to have you believe no matter what. And so there, yeah, there are certain trials that come from me. Okay, but go down to verse 12 now, and then read verse 12 to 16 in, in chapter 1. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. And when the desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Yeah. Okay. So um, it says clearly, uh, does God tempt you? No. No. Okay. So because of that, and this is see one of those absolutes. Mm-hmm. Do I need to pray that God doesn't tempt me? No. No. So then you've got one of those places, like you've got to start questioning, okay, God, what are you saying in this? That's right. That's right. So, um, well, I don't need to pray that. Why? Because he doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's not like, well, I guess you kind of do it or you sometimes do it or you do it. So may it not be true for me. No. I don't tempt you. Well, you don't, mm-hmm. need, you don't need to pray for that. Okay. So uh, lead me not in temptation. Okay. He, he explains it. What causes temptation? It says Selfish it. desires. My selfish desire. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, I get, I get fuzzy about my will seeking you in the kingdom. And there's something that I think I want to do or experience or be part of or decide. And I get drawn away which is what he says, you get mm-hmm. drawn away where? From the kingdom mm. back to the flesh. Mm-hmm. And when I do, I then act on that mm-hmm. selfish desire and I now fall into sin, which is sin, which is li- living in the flesh, not following God. Right. Uh, and the enemy is constantly saying, don't you want to, don't you want to, don't you want to. Okay, so uh, he explains it. So let's go back to the prayer. Lead me not into temptation. Okay. What causes temptation? Our selfish desires. Okay, Father, I'm praying that I stay with you Mm. and that um, as I am struggling with selfish desire, Um, I would like to stay in the place where I deny that and not move away from the kingdom because it's so attractive to me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and and really, um, the way I look at, it, I try to portray this in a in a uh, a picture. Um, there is a demarcation of being in the kingdom and not in the kingdom. Uh, and so think of there's a line that I cross. Okay. Um, if I'm always living at the edge, mm-hmm. I have a tendency to easily cross, move, that, cross line. that line. Yeah. I'm kind of in, but I'm always close to not. Mm-hmm. And then I tend to walk away. And so the prayer is this, lead me not in temptation. In other words, what I see is drive me deeper into the kingdom that I'm not even close to the edge. Right. Uh, so that my, my personal desire isn't going to dominate me and isn't mm. going to draw me out of the kingdom to where I'm going to wind up sinning because I'm, I'm going to choose not to follow you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna cause myself trouble, and I'm gonna wind up in the world that's gonna be whack me with more stuff, and um, I'm gonna do things that are, isn't of you because I followed my own desire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, lead me not where I'm close to the edge, but drive me mm. cl- deeper and deeper and deeper, so that I I just want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't let my selfish desire carry me into the sin uh, and then protect me from the evil one. Okay, now we know something about the evil one. Uh, right. Go to uh, 1 Peter 5.8 and just read that statement. Sorry, I didn't have that one pulled up. 1 nope. Peter 5.8, you 5, said? 8, yep. All right. Um, it says, be sober, be, vi- be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Yeah. Okay. So uh, protect me from the one who's doing what? Who's after me. <laughs> who's, who's looking. Roaring around, you know, looking, looking around for who he can devour. Yeah, and what he's doing is that, uh, remember that the enemy, and and this is in uh, uh, Ephesians chapter Mm -hmm. 6, verses 10 to 13, it says that the enemy um, has uh, what's called uh, in the English wiles or schemes, Mm -hmm. strategies. Um, And remember, he's not God. He's not omniscient. He's not omnipotent. Um, He's not everywhere. Mm-hmm. But rather, he has helpers. And what are they doing? They're observing us. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for weakness. They're prowling right. around, looking. And what's weakness? Pattern mm-hmm. that when this happens, I go here. A pattern of response or pattern yeah. of reaction. And yeah. my reaction is I exit the kingdom mm-hmm. and I fall into worry. I fall into anger. I fall into unforgiveness. I fall into uh, addiction. I fall into treating people poorly. I fall into self-condemnation, you know, all of Mm -hmm. this stuff. Uh, So what the enemy, and when he says, protect me from the enemy and the evil one, it's saying, Mm -hmm. um, may I walk with you Mm -hmm. to uh, wall up the pattern mm-hmm. so that the enemy who's go- who I know is going to attack the cause that moves me out of the kingdom, 
may I walk with you and that become less and less and less so that my weaknesses and my patterns aren't something that I fall into because he no longer has uh, access to that. Like, for example, mm-hmm. uh, and I've talked about this, um, when people are falling into pornography, um, they, they underneath it all, the pattern is stimulated by rejection, mm-hmm. stimulated by uh, self-condemnation, stimulated by uh, uh, things that I get upset about, and then pornography becomes a convenient way to salve that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pornography isn't the problem. It's really what's underneath it all. Right. So right. that um, uh, when I help somebody pray through that is, uh, well, you see the pattern. Mm-hmm. And see, it's not about, it's really not about the pornography. It's about the pattern that causes the pornography. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's where the healing will so come when you l- come let, to that wound. Let's, yeah. go, let's go look at that wound. Now let God heal up that wound. Mm-hmm. That once it's healed up, see you don't fall into pornography anymore, right? Um, and uh, you realize that that pattern that the enemy attacks all the time is no longer available to him because it's been healed, it's been it's been cured, mm-hmm. it's been walled up. Uh, and so when he says protect me from the en- enemy, it's really saying the nature of the enemy isn't going to change. Mm-hmm. He's coming after you. He's gonna he's gonna throw things in, in your in your path. He's going to look at your uh, patterns and keep trying to to go to that pattern to get you to go out of the kingdom to then be access to him. So may I walk with you in a way that uh, first of all, my my ability to stay with you as opposed to go to self gets stronger. Mm-hmm. Two, while I'm processing my life patterns, may you, may you be willing to heal that up and protect me from what the enemy can do in stimulating that pattern. Mm. And then when he throws what I call grenades in my path, adversity, yeah, that is going to be there. Remember, Jesus said in the world you're going to have what? Trouble. Trouble. In the world, you're going to have trouble. Uh, so um, the enemy's going to keep coming after you with trouble because mm-hmm. uh, you, you're surrounded by what? Self-centered people in a world of that's destructive. Right. So are you going to have trouble? Yeah. So protect me. When that happens, protect me from falling into trying to fix it myself. Mm-hmm. And following the enemy, or what I call hitting the tar baby, mm-hmm. um, he draws me out, and then I I react, and now I've caused myself even more right. trouble because of that trouble that I did have in the first place. Right. And I think there's also a picture here, as you you know, you brought up the First Peter five eight: be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. That to me also speaks of community. Yes. You know, staying, you know, you're talking about stay with me, stay with Jesus, stay with him in the kingdom. So that's your, your primary community right there is staying with him. Yeah. Um, because again, you can't be picked off when you're, you know, when, when the lion goes after his prey, he doesn't look for the big groups. He looks for the weak one that falls behind or, you know, that sort of thing. And the same thing in this case, you'll stay with 
Jesus, that's your number one community, but then also in the process of, of community an authentic community where mm. you can be open and confess to one another. And, you know, there's so many things in the Bible about that and the importance of that and that protection that he gives us within godly, God fearing community is huge. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, and we experience, you and I experience this, uh, with our, you know, uh, our community, um, the two questions we ask each other is, um, are you in righteousness, peace, and joy? Mm-hmm. See, well, first of all, are you in, are you in the kingdom? Right. Um, and, and we, we know, we can see, uh, you're worried, uh, you're heavy hearted, you're unforgiving, uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're, uh, gone to fear. Uh, well, okay. Why don't we get back to the kingdom? And we know the answer is, re- is come back, just come back. Mm-hmm. And then two is, are you, what does God have to say to you about this issue? Right. Uh, if you can say it, well, God said, okay, are you believing it? Where are you? How's he doing? How's he finishing that faith? Um, my, my heart is always, as, as part of this community, is we know something. Mm-hmm. The kingdom is where he can resolve it. Right. His will will be known to you if you have a heart to hear it. Mm-hmm. Are you hearing it? Where are you in that process? And if you say, I don't know, okay, well, let's mm-hmm. go together right. and discover that. So your, your description of the community is so critical because it keeps us moving backward to the kingdom, mm-hmm. seeking his will. So think about everything after he says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. He said, now the key to, to life with me is being in the kingdom mm-hmm. and walking with me into my will. That's the, right. whole, that's the whole thing right there. Okay, now, how do you do that? One day at a time, mm-hmm. step by step. Stay with me. Stay with <laughs> me because of forgiveness mm-hmm. that I've given you the privilege to stay with me. It's right. not on anything you do. It's on, on, on being with me. Mm-hmm. And then um, keep working with me for me to strengthen you not to get toward temptation mm-hmm. and then protection when the evil one is at work. Right. So that you realize, because in the kingdom, he ultimately can't have victory over you at all. Right. Um, and my will will be done. So everything behind that is geared toward move, keep moving back into the, stay in the center of the kingdom and seek my will. And your life of us walking together is going to be spectacular and it's going to be momentary and it's going to be today and it's going to be now and it's going to be all the questions we have. We'll be in dialogue together for me to fulfill it. That's why he said, Mm -hmm. that's what prayer is all about. It's not a mechanical thing. Right. It's a relationship thing. So, I mean, how beautiful is all that? That's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so as we, uh, you know, we think about, we're going to move into more of what he says about this because he gives, he gives now some more depth to this, but it's really that simple. Stay in the kingdom and ask for my will. Mm-hmm. And, and these elements of, of the real life, you know, do it today, uh, have the privilege of staying with me. And yeah, we have an enemy, but I can protect you from that if you have a heart, right. if you have a heart to stay with me. 
while I deliver my will to you, which is going to be best and none better. So we'll, we'll pick up the next story, which is always an interesting story uh, next time when he talks about um, uh, knocking and, and seeking and getting and persistence. And persistence. <laughs> you know, what does that, what does that mean? So we're going to talk, we'll talk about that next time. So we'll, right. we'll pick it up. And uh, all right. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And um, tomorrow will be guest Thursday. Looking forward to sharing some more wonderful guests with you yeah, guys. Yeah. And that's always one of my favorite days is yeah. just to hear the testimony of God working in other people's lives. Yep. So, yeah. all righty, we'll see you tomorrow. And Father, thank you again. We just uh, do pray uh, that we can live this way and uh, may we enjoy the fellowship that we have with you. And thank you for the privilege of understanding truth in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Have a great day, Okay, see ya. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.